from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Jason Kelly. All right. Thank you. Oh, what a group. Oh, yeah. Ah, thank you. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, love you. I love you guys, too. Thank you very much. And welcome once again to another great edition of the Queens New Yorker. It is Thursday, March 4th, 2021. What's the Thursday edition of the Queens New Yorker? We hope you're having a great time. This is today, episode number 169, part two of a very interesting beach that the part one has now gotten over 44 views. We're looking at the history of Rockaway Beach and Boardwalk. Yes. Oh, yeah. Part two today. Oh, my. You guys really, you guys are cooking. Cooking on this one. Yep. All right. Okay, so once we finish up, we are going to pick up where we left off. Of course, that's all from, uh, we're right at modifications. That's where we are in the history part of Rockaway Beach and Boardwalk. We'll look at the 30s through the 50s, the 70s through the 2000s, and the 21st century reconstruction. Then, the next episode we're going to pick up on Saturday and have a big episode coming with another beach we're going to look at. We're going to be looking at pretty much, we're in our series of beaches, as they call it. Not bitches, <laughs> beaches. And just so you know, our anchor channel, you guys went, we, we jumped from 2,417 listens to 2,468 listens. That's a, that's a lot. You guys, are 44 plays in just, what, two days? From 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 two days ago, yeah, that's a lot, guys. Great, that I couldn't believe it. Wow, where did you all come from? I don't know, but I hope with that kind of uh, listenership, you all look at the back episodes of that um, archived. Okay, and don't forget also too, we're on BitChute, and I just uploaded three episodes: the premiere. Episode 2 and Episode 3. And so far, so far, those three episodes have given us now a grand total of 250 views. <laughs> In just the amount of time that I have put it up there. Imagine now if I can continue to put them up. And we will do that during the off time, during the summertime when we come back. Um, you know, in our break time. Uh because we'll start up another season of the Queen's New Yorker in August. Okay? But let's get on with it. We've got to finish up wrapping up 
the Rockaway Beach and Boardwalk. Okay, so the 1930s through the 50s. The extended boardwalk experienced several major fires after its completion, including during 1931 and 1937. And remember, all of this information is from the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Okay. Then in 1938, the responsibility of maintaining the boardwalk and the beach between Beach 9th and 149th Streets was transferred to the New York City Department of Parks and Recreation. This jurisdiction extended to the beach at Jacob Reese Park, which was operated by New York City Parks until 1974. Parks Commissioner Robert Moses had previously criticized the condition of the Coney Island, Rockaway, and South Beach boardwalks, saying these beaches and boardwalks were never properly planned and cannot under present conditions be properly maintained and operated. To improve the condition of the Rockaway Beach and Boardwalk, Moses cleared a 200-foot-wide strip of land north of the boardwalk for Shorefront Parkway, which opened in 1939. Moses demolished more than 700 buildings in the parkway's path and destroyed what he described as catchpenny enterprises along the boardwalk, replacing them with recreational fields. The beach was also extended toward the sea. And by 1941, jukeboxes were banned from the boardwalk, as was bicycling during the summer. Four municipal parking lots at Beach 32nd, 52nd, 64th, and 69th Streets were opened within the park in 1948. And during that time, the boardwalk between Beach 73rd and 85th Streets and east of Beach 33rd Street was reconstructed for $200,000. Moses announced the construction of another three parking lots in the park in 1950 at Beach 55th through 59th, 62nd to 63rd, and 67th to 68th Streets, as well as landscaping along the boardwalk. Now, these seven parking lots were intended to serve as children's play areas outside of the summer season, and Moses rejected attempts to install parking meters in these parking lots. During the mid-20th century, Rockaway Beach was seen as one of the best surfing places in the New York metropolitan area, and in the 1950s, the beach employed a lifeguard force of 258 among the world's largest. The beach suffered from considerable erosion despite the presence of 115 jetties along the beach. The erosion had caused 115 acres of beach to wash away between 1947 and 1955, and the New York State Department of Public Works, Works commenced a multi-year project in 1955 to combat this erosion, including adding 40 groins uh, and transferring 1,250,000 cubic yards of fill onto the beach to create a barrier. By 1959, Moses had extended the beach eastward 0.5 miles to Beach 9th Street and commenced work for O'Donohue Park alongside the new stretch of beach which opened in 1961. Part of the boardwalk in Arvern was burned down in 1960 and was subsequently rebuilt. As part of the construction of O'Donohue Park, a section of concrete boardwalk from Beach 9th to 19th Street was built in the early 1960s. This section was constructed with a budget of 
$373 million. Now, repairing costs, repairs costing $115,000 were made to the boardwalk in the late 60s and, or early 1970s. However, by 1971, NYC Parks was considering replacing the wooden planks with plastic or concrete due to the high maintenance cost of the wooden planks, which were deteriorating. The central rockaways were in decline at the time, and fewer concessions were operating on the boardwalk every year. Further, because of erosion of the beach, water would go under the boardwalk at high tide, and some stairs from the boardwalk led to steep drop-offs where the beach formerly was. Now, 13 blocks of the beach had eroded away by 1973, forcing the closure of parts of the beach in the Edgemere and Rockaway Beach neighborhoods. And the boardwalk had become dilapidated. To remedy this issue, the United States Army Corps of Engineers started preparing a hurricane protection and water for purification project for the Rockaways. A plank replacement project commenced in 1975 was stopped later that year due to the city's 1975 fiscal crisis. Work on the plank replacement restarted in 1977 as part of the $19 million investment in parks citywide. During the late 20th century, the boardwalk also became known for crimes such as wild dog attacks. A large section or segment of Edgemere and Arvern abutted vacant lots, which were still extant during the 2010s. The last of the amusements that once occupied the boardwalk, Rockaway's Playland, closed in 1987. However, the New York Daily News reported in 1980 that Rockaway Beach was cleaner than Coney Island's beach, in part because of large cleaning crews and because of the park's proximity to the Edgemere landfill. The far Rockaway section of the boardwalk was renamed in honor of local resident Helen Lenusco in 1983. USACE, a USA, okay, USACE refilled the beach every two years between 1980 and 1988. The beach further eroded following the December 1992 nor'easter, although the boardwalk remained relatively intact. Because of this erosion, the section of the park between Beach 26th and 36th Streets was closed to the public for at least three years. USACE subsequently refilled the beach between 1995 and 2004. The boardwalk was renovated during the 90s with the construction of new play structures between Beach 82nd and 86th Streets, repairs to the boardwalk, installation of spray showers and drinking fountains, and restoration of the bus shelters beside the boardwalk. The boardwalk section reopened in 1999 for the first time in 25 years. Workers also rebuilt the section between Beach 109th and 116th Streets in 1999 at a cost of $600,000. The first surfing beaches in the city opened along Rockaway Beach at Beach 90th Street in 2005 and at Beach 67th Street in 2007. There was little commerce along the park's path by the first decade of the 21st century, and its route was characterized mainly by residential buildings and open space. 
A feasibility study of storm protections along the beach was ordered in 2003, but there was not enough money to conduct such a study. The boardwalk was damaged in August of 2011 during Hurricane Irene. As a result, NYC Parks, New York City Parks, conducted a $3.8 million rebuilding project for the summer 2012 season. But then on October 29, 2012, Hurricane Sandy destroyed much of the Rockaway boardwalk. The most impacted parts of the boardwalk were between Beach 80th and 106th Streets, where some planks were tossed into nearby houses. And in the aftermath of the hurricane, several entities disagreed over how the wood should be reused. Michael Bloomberg, the New York City mayor at the time, announced in December of 2012 that the boardwalk would be rebuilt in concrete rather than wood. Four of the concrete sections that had been rebuilt before the hurricane had suffered relatively little damage compared to the wooden sections where, which were almost completely destroyed. And the wooden boardwalk between Beach 9th and 60th Streets, a 2.5-mile stretch, was also relatively undamaged, except for a four-block gap between Beach 35th and 39th Streets. The beach was also depleted, although many Rockaway's residents had stated that for several years before Hurricane Sandy, the beach had been eroding slowly. Sand from the beach had landed on people's yards and on nearby streets while personal property had been tossed onto the shore. Despite the damage caused by Hurricane Sandy, the city promised to open all its public beaches by Memorial Day in May of 2013, including Rockaway Beach, where temporary beach access points were set up. The city restored some of the sand and added snow fence to uh, prevent the sand from blowing back out. New modular comfort stations and lifeguard boots were also installed along the length of the park starting in 2013. And by that September, the city estimated that a reconstruction of the beach and boardwalk would cost $200 million. Now, the rebuilding overseen by CH2M Hill would entail the replacement of the entire boardwalk as a well as well as the addition of 50,000 feet of railings. The boardwalk project to cost 274 million was divided into five phases from west to east, the first of which began in early 2014. The section between both Beach 35th and 39th streets was initially rebuilt in wood to match the undamaged portions on either side. But ultimately, the entire boardwalk was to be permanently rebuilt in concrete. Many sections of the boardwalk would be raised to an elevation above 100-year flood levels, requiring the reconstruction of the relatively undamaged sections as well. Skanska was hired as the major contractor for the boardwalk project. And construction was funded by a $480 million grant that the Federal Emergency Management Agency distributed to New York City's government in 2015. The start of the work on the boardwalk's reconstruction was delayed because of several factors. The 2013 United States federal government shutdown delayed the allocation of funding 
And plans also had to be revised to accommodate new food proofing, or I'm sorry, new flood proofing features. <laughs> the corroded foundations also had to be replaced, and construction had to take place outside of the mating season of the piping plover, which is an endangered species that nested on the beach between April and September. February 2014, the contractors started adding 2,900,000 cubic yards of sand as an, as an anti-erosion measure, enough to raise the beach by 10 to 14 feet. Simultaneously, a controversy arose around the comfort stations, though some of the modules had not been installed yet, and several modules were visibly rusting. The first rebuilt section between Beach 86th and 97th Streets operated in May of 2015. The entire length of the boardwalk reopened in July of 2016, and the rebuilding of the boardwalk was finished in May of 2017 with the completion of the final section between Beach 19th and 39th Streets. The next year, the reconstruction received the American Planning Association's National Planning Achievement Award for Urban Design. Now, some of the sand from the beach had already eroded by 2017, and the USACE had secured $400 million for further beach improvements as part of a $4 billion project to floodproof the Rockaways. The city conducted a study in November of 2017, finding that despite the erosion, the beach was wider than at almost any other time in the previous century. And despite this, the beach between Beach 91st and 102nd Streets was temporarily closed at the start of the summer season in May of 2018, with reopening not expected for several years. A small portion between Beach 96th and 98th Streets was reopened the next month. The Rockaway Beach Skate Park along the boardwalk, which was... Severely damaged in Hurricane Sandy, reopened in August of 2020 after several years of delays surrounding the state parks, the skate park's reconstruction. And the park was the inspiration of the, for the Ramones' 1977 song, Rockaway Beach. The, the song on their 77 album, Rocket to Russia, became the American punk rock group's highest charting single, peaking at number 66 on the Billboard Hot 100. Written in the surf rock style of the Beach Boys and other similar bands, the song was composed by the group's bassist, Dee Dee Ramone, who liked to spend time on the beach. June of 2013, the song was used in a radio ad campaign sponsored by Queen's Economic Development Corporation to promote recovery from Hurricane Sandy by drawing New Yorkers back to Rockaway Beach. And there you have it, friends, the concluding part of the Rockaway Beach and its boardwalk. There you have it. All right. Yay. All right. Yes, indeed. So, 
we had a very good run with the Rockaway Beach and Boardwalk. And we hope that you have definitely enjoyed part two. Um, this Saturday, we're going to be looking at the next uh, slew of beaches with a big history, Atlantic Beach. It's going to be a big one. It's the village. It's Atlantic Beach is a village in New York. It's located off the south shore of Long Island in the town of Hempstead, Nassau County, New York. Not bad. So it's got a lot of history going on it. And that's what we'll look at on Saturday's special edition of the Queens New Yorker. I have a couple of uh, sweating of the small stuff that I need to read to you. So I'm going to do that right now. Uh, this was from Tuesday, March 2nd. And it says, Be aware of how quickly your negative and insecure thinking can spiral out of control. The more absorbed you get in the details of whatever is upsetting you, the worse you feel. One thought leads to another and yet another until at some point you become incredibly agitated. Yesterday's was the next time you have a thought attack, one of those angry conversations within your own head, try the pause and come back to it technique. Simply put, you make the choice to let something go now and if necessary to come back to whatever is bugging you later. The beauty of this process is that by the time later comes around, you're usually completely over it, whatever it was, and you couldn't care less. And finally, for today's Don't Sweating of the Small Stuff for Thursday, March 4th, we leave you with this. One of the most enjoyable and nourishing aspects to a relationship is the sharing back and forth of dreams. There is something so rich and pleasurable about telling someone your vision, what you'd like to do, where you would like to go, and the contributions you'd like to make. And when the person you're sharing with is right there with you, sharing your dreams, truly listening with interest and respect, your dreams come alive and your shared experience can be almost magical. And with that, we say have a great night. We will see you Saturday for another edition of the Queen's New Yorker right here on Anchor. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You have been watching the Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.